in chapter 2. Where, where we, um, For those of you that are visiting with us, we have been doing a, 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 a study through uh, a book that we've been working on. Uh, it's uh, Discipleship. And <clears throat> as most of you know, uh, in fact, the, the majority of you are here because of the Awana Awards. And <clears throat> I spent some time this week thinking about um, my life 40 years ago. Uh, my life 40 years ago, I was in the it, I was in the it, I was in the Navy, uh, stationed in Charleston, South Carolina, and I got saved. <clears throat> what's the date today? Today's the 20th. In in three days, uh, I will have my 40th. 41st spiritual birthday. I was saved 43, almost exactly 43 years ago today, almost. And <clears throat> I started attending a church in in Charleston. And believe it or not, there's there there is a couple Baptist churches in South Carolina. Um, uh, there's a couple there's a couple on every block. Okay, um, but uh, anyway, I started going to church and and. Um, one of the first things, and I don't even know how I got hooked into this, but I, I was recruited into working in Awana as a, as a I, I helped with the game time. I didn't know what I was doing, never heard of Awana, uh, didn't know anything about it. But I learned very, very quickly that it was it, it was it was a, uh, a children's program that that. Uh, teaches the Bible and does it in such a way that it makes it fun, uh, but it also uh, teaches character. And <clears throat> as uh, as I uh, would attend these meetings, um, we would get together. I don't I don't know how they do it down there. I know how we did it uh, in South Carolina <clears throat> all those years ago. Uh, we would all get together and we would we would say the Pledge of Allegiance and then uh, the Pledge of the Christian Flag and then they, they would do the Awana, Awana Pledge or whatever. But then they would always quote a verse. And the very first Bible verse I, I memorized was because of Awana, standing around this circle saying the, the Awana verse. And how, how many of you know what that is? Okay, my wife's the only one. Okay, the Awana verse is 2 Timothy Chapter 2 and verse 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And that was the very first Bible verse I memorized because of Awana. And it has impacted me many, many times in my life since then. And as I uh, spent some time contemplating, <clears throat> uh, the Awana Awards tonight, I, I started thinking about traditions, traditions in our lives. Uh, you could say that <clears throat> uh, uh, Awana is a tradition. Uh, you could say that going to a particular church is a tradition. Um, but I, I started thinking about it, and I thought, what 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 are traditions? So the those of you that are visiting with us, just be patient with me, uh, with us tonight. Um, we, we, on Sunday night, Wednesday night, have a very interactive services. 
So uh, I, I, want your, I want your feedback. In fact, in a few minutes, I even have a quiz for you uh, that you're going to have to take. Um, so yeah, you're looking forward to that, huh? <laughs> so I want, to, I want to start off by asking the question, what, how would you define the word traditions? What, are, what do you think traditions are? Anybody, quickly. Come on, don't be shy. Come on. Okay, something you do on a regular basis, okay? Okay, from, uh, I'm sorry, say it again? Okay, passed down from generation to generation. Okay, what, what anybody else? What do, what do most people associate with the word tradition? Okay, Christmas would be one. Okay, family. Oh, yeah. Ay, 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 okay. Um, um, okay, I, I, know, I know what word I, I associate with the word tradition, and that would be religion. How many of you think of re- religion and tradition having a lot of similarities? Okay. <clears throat> I want to give you two examples of traditions in the Bible. <clears throat> the first one we see in Colossians chapter 2, in verse 8. It says, Beware lest any man spoil you through the philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. So, would this be... Did, did, we not, did I not give you that one? Okay, okay. Um, so would this be a good tradition or a bad tradition? Let me read it again. Beware lest any man spoil you or literally steal away your joy um, through uh, philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. So would this be, okay, uh, okay it would be a bad tradition. Okay, let me read you another one. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 15. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. So would this be a good one or a bad one? Okay, it would be a good tradition. So traditions can be good and they can be bad, right? <clears throat> so Should we have traditions? Okay, good ones. Okay, well, uh, now I, I'm glad you said that um, because um, uh, 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 Lori uh, associates traditions with Christmas. Okay, um, uh, we have we have traditions within our home, particularly at Christmas time and Thanksgiving, different things that are just our tra- things that we do. Okay, not necessarily good, not necessarily bad. They're just stuff we do every year, right? Y'all can associate with that. So <clears throat> I, I read something I wanted to share with you, and, and um, <laughs> I thought it was kind of humorous. But anyway, uh, a very poor holy man lived in a remote, remote part of China. Every day before his meditation, in order to show 
his devotion, he put a dish of butter in his, uh, on his windowsill as an offering to God. Since food was uh, scarce, one day his cat came in and ate the butter. To remedy, <clears throat> to remedy this, he began tying the cat to the bedpost every day before his quiet time. <clears throat> this man was so revered uh, for his piety that others joined him as disciples and worshipped as he did. Generations later, now this is true, okay? Generations later, long after the holy man died, his followers placed an offering of butter on their windowsill during their prayer and meditation time. Furthermore, each, the, each of them went out and bought a cat and tied it to the bedpost. <laughs> you know, and you know, as I read that and I thought, you know, sometimes our traditions don't make sense. I, I, re, I remember reading a story, uh, I, I don't know, maybe my wife told me, I don't even remember, but uh, do, do you know what a, 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 oh, those hams that have the big knot on the back of them? The shank, the shank ham, you, you know, it's got a big, like, rounded spot. <clears throat> well, this lady, every time she cooked her ham, she'd cut the back of it off and she would throw it in the oven and she'd cook her ham. And one day, her daughter or one of her children asked, Mom, why do you cut that off? She said, I don't know. That's why Mom always did it. So she called her mom. She said, Mom, why do you always cut the back of the ham off? She said, well... When your father and I were first married, the roasting pan I had was so small, you had to cut it off for it to fit in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, exactly. So, so, you know, we have traditions, do we not? And, and, and oftentimes we don't even know why we do what we do. Anybody know? Why traditionally, well, let, let me add before I say that, what typically, what is the color of bubble gum? Pink. Do you know why it's pink? Okay, pink bubble gum, we, we all associate to pink bubble gum, do we not? Okay. Any, anybody have a clue why bubble gum is pink? Nope. The guy who accidentally invented bubblegum, the day he did, the factory where he worked, the only food coloring dye that he had was pink. Had, had the only one that he had access to been purple, then bubblegum would be purple. See, we, we, have the, the, we have this habit of falling into traditions. And, and oftentimes not, not even knowing why. Colossians chapter 2, <clears throat> verse 
verse 6, and uh, we'll read a couple verses here. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in, in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therewith with thanksgiving. Before, uh, excuse me, beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. So I want to take a few minutes, and I, I'll, I promise I'll be done in probably about 10, 15 minutes at the most. And I want to share with you <clears throat> the difference between good traditions and bad traditions, at, at least as far as the Word of God is concerned. So let's talk about bad traditions for a second. Verse 8 gives us four identifiers for bad traditions. The first one is a bad tradition will always point other people to you. It always points to yourself. We, we need to be very careful. Um, it, it says here, through vain philosophy and vain deceit. See, bad traditions will always point to ourselves, scripturally speaking. Now, <clears throat> as we examine the heart of God, what are we supposed to be doing? Are we supposed to be lifting ourselves up or lifting Christ up? What did Paul say? <clears throat> I should decrease and he should increase. I think I got that backwards, but you, you know what I mean. See, the, the purpose of tradition within the, the church is not to magnify men, but to magnify Christ. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. The second element that we see here uh, in verse 8, it says, Beware, lest any man spoil you through, vain, uh, <clears throat> uh, through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men. So if the tradition is man-based, spiritually speaking, then it's a, it's a bad tradition. So what qualifies then for a man-based tradition? Anybody? Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, we, when uh, years ago, my wife and I went to a church that uh, had, had the Lord's Supper communion on a very rigid schedule. And <clears throat> we came to church one Sunday morning, and <clears throat> none of the deacons had planned on, on communion. We had, we had all forgotten about it. And about halfway through the service, one of the other deacons came to me and said, he said, hey, we forgot. We, we have to do communion today because it was in our, our bylaws that we had to do communion. So he and I literally, we left church, ran up to the grocery store, got some grape juice and some crackers, came back, set up communion, and at the same time, we had somebody go to the platform and tell the pastor, hey, we have to do communion. Now, is that a 
is that a the right way to do the Lord's Supper? No. A- absolutely not. It's it's vain repetition. It's it is it is it, that is man-made tradition. That is not God-made. How how often does the Bible say we are supposed to do communion? It doesn't say. All it says is when you do it, do it like this. So I learned I learned really really that was a huge learning curve for me that that was that was a tradition of men that was not of God. Now as far as I know that church still does that but hey I don't I don't go to the church there anymore it doesn't matter. <laughs> so if it comes from men number 3 the third aspect is <clears throat> comes from the religious world. Now, now, I want you to hang with me for a minute because this is important. <clears throat> well, before, before I do this, let me, let me say this. Periodically, I, I will have somebody come up to me and say, well, especially after they find out I'm a, I'm a pastor, they, they'll, they'll, they'll curse in front of me or they'll say something. and Oh, 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 I'm sorry, you're religious. I shouldn't have said that. And and I, I my first my my instinct is, boy, I sure hope not. And they they always look at me. I said, I sure hope I'm not religious. Because religion gets you nowhere. And religion is the source of a lot of incorrect tradition. Let's look at the verse. It says, Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy or feign deceit after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world. The word rudiments here is an interesting word. It, it, it carries the idea of, of, of the supernatural or, or the religion of the world. And literally what he's saying here is don't let the things of this world affect how you worship God. And we as 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 churches and 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 people of faith across our our country and across our world, we have set up numerous religious traditions. Some some churches are worse than others, but it all it happens in all churches. And I'll tell you what, I, I, don't know, I don't know how other churches are hand, handling post-COVID. But one of the things that, it, that, that COVID taught me, and, and, and I'm just being honest, COVID has not been all bad. Okay? Now, was it all good? No. But it wasn't all bad. And it has caused me to rethink what is really important as far as the church is concerned. Is it, is, it, is it so important that we dot every I and cross every T like we have done for centuries? I don't think so. Why do we, I, I have caught myself asking the question, why do we do what we do as a church? Where do we find it in Scripture? Do we do it because of tradition? Early on in the church, when, when we first started the church, 
God got a hold of my heart because we, we uh, I, I forget exactly how we did it back then. But anyway, the, 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 the order of, of the service that we did, you know, we came in and we, we sang a song and we shook hands and we, and we did all this stuff. And someone along the way asked me, well, why do we do it that way? I don't know. That's the way they do it in the church I came from. So, but why do we do it that way? That's a good question. I was on staff at the the college that I that I that I studied at. I, I was on staff. I was a department head, and I was in a high level staff meeting one time, and <clears throat> something came up in the meeting, and I and I I asked the question, why do we do it that way? And all the other staff kind of looked at me like I had six eyeballs. Well, that's the way we've always done it. Doesn't make it right. Needless to say, I was not the most popular guy on staff. Why? Because I don't want to do things just to do them. I want to do them because this book tells me to. Jesus had a hard time with the religious crowd. I want to read you something that he said about the religious crowd. He says, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees. And then he calls them hypocrites. The scribes and the Pharisees were the religious leaders of the day. And he says, Woe! And and just so you know, anytime the word woe is used in Scripture, yeah, you're in big trouble. That's not a pleasant thing. And he says, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees. Then he calls them hypocrites. For ye are like whited sepulchers, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are full with, uh, but are within full of dead men's bones and are unclean. Even so ye also um, <clears throat> outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within Ye are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. See, what, 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 it, what was Jesus saying here? See, Jesus has the ability to see the heart of men. And Jesus was trying to communicate something here to these, to these religious leaders. And he was saying, look, you may look good on the outside with all, and the, 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 uh, the, the Pharisees had all these out, outward adornings and things to make them look religious. He said, you look really good on the outside, but what about your heart? What about your heart? I don't want to be religious. I want to be known as a man of faith. A man that has a relationship with Jesus Christ. Number four. Tradition will always deceive. Tradition will always deceive. Look at verse 8 again. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. See, the religion and tradition wants to 
pull you away from Christ and, and point to the religion or to the person. Those of you that are old enough to remember Jim Jones, okay? <laughs> Jim Jones would be the epitome of what I'm talking about. Years ago, I was a construction missionary and, and uh, the, <clears throat> the uh, mission board that I worked with I had a missionary down in Guyana, South South America, and he needed a church built. But we were having having difficulty getting people to go down there uh, because it was not very far from uh, 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 what's it George uh, Georgetown. But anyway, you you just say, hey, we want you to go to Guyana. People just freaked out. I I ain't going down there, you know. So. The, the mission board called me and said, hey, we're having trouble getting people to go down there. Will you go down there, uh, you know, scope it out, make sure everything's safe, and then if you come back alive, then we can send people, you know. <laughs> so uh, I went down, and, and but it, it just, <laughs> you know, that's, you know, that, that, but see, that's what we think, right? That's, that's how we think. Many traditions that we have, we've already talked about it, are centered around Christmas and, and the holidays and Thanksgiving and some of these other, these other events. But I want, you, I want you to be careful and I want you to be, th- I want you to think about, I want to, th- this is another quiz. I have a, 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 actually two quizzes now. I'm going to give you this one. Uh, how many wise men were there to see Jesus? Okay, what it, what does what does our Christmas cards tell us? Three. Okay, chances are we don't know. Well, the the truth is we don't know how many there were. There were definitely more than three. Uh, it could be as many as a hundred or so. Not likely, but it could be as many as that. But it it was it was more than three. Okay. When the wise men brought their gifts to Jesus, did they find him in the manger? <laughs> no. If you look at Matthew chapter 2, verse 11, they found him in a house. So they had the, the manger, the manger, he, he was probably close to two years old when the wise men showed up. But what does our Christmas traditions tell us? Exactly, the nativity, you see the three wise men. <clears throat> so, let's talk about good traditions for a minute. i got to be done here in just a minute. So let me, let me, let me talk about this really quick. Number one, it, <clears throat> uh, turn over to 2 Thessalonians very quickly, if you have your Bible. If not, we'll, we'll project it. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 15 says, Therefore, brethren, stand fast and, and hold the tradition uh, which ye have been taught, whether by word and, or, uh, and our epistle. So number one, uh, we, I just have two points here. Number one, uh, good traditions point other people to Jesus Christ. Always. Good traditions point other people to Jesus Christ. Jesus, in reference to why he came, 
tells us this. Jesus himself tells us in Luke chapter 19, verse 10, for the Son of Man, and he's referring to himself here, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. He did not come to build a religion. He did not come to build massive churches. He came to save the lost. And that's why he came. Quiz. Uh, well, well, let me give you the second, the second uh, reason for a good tradition. It, it comes from the Word of God. This book is what is important. How well do you know your Bible tonight? I'm going to give you a quiz very, very quickly. And uh, Brand, uh, Brandon, uh, uh, what's your name? Chris. Chris is going to project these questions. And um, so I want you to use your fingers. Let's say we got one, two, three, four, five. Okay, we got six of them. Okay, six of them. So for every every one of these questions that you that you know is in the Bible, I want you to stick a finger up. Okay, so you can tell me out of the six how many of the six are actually found in the Bible. Okay, question number one: Cleanliness is next to godliness. Now, don't, no comments, no comments, no shaking heads. This is a quiz, okay? You're going you're gonna to lose points if you shake your head, Lori, <clears throat> okay? <laughs> okay, question number two, God helps those who help themselves. No comments. <laughs> okay, this is a good one here. Confession is good for the soul. Is that one in the Bible? Okay. Uh, number four, uh, we are prone uh, to sin as a sparks fly upward. Okay. Number five, money is the root of all evil. And then number six, honesty is the best policy. Now, how many of you would say that all six of those are in the Bible? No one. Okay. How many? Five. Four, three, come on now, two, one, huh? You said one? Anybody else? Okay, none of them are in the Bible. Okay. Okay. Now, are the principles of some of these taught in Scripture? Absolutely. Okay, but we need to be careful that our traditions come from the Word of God. <clears throat> traditions can become something that we don't want them to do, to be. Okay, um, I'm sure that the old little old Chinese guy that tied his cat to the bed uh, <laughs> did not necessarily want everybody to, to go out and buy a cat so that they could tie it to the bed. Okay, we need to be really careful with our traditions. But at the same time, traditions are important. Good traditions are important. Traditions should point people to Jesus Christ. I want to close with this verse and then we'll be, we'll be done. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. This is Jesus speaking to mankind. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice 
and open the door. I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. The invitation is very clear. Jesus wants to spend time with us. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this day.